0: Welcome to another episode of Ships Ahoy. I'm Christina. I'm Jill. So Jill, do you want to talk about what episode seven is about?
1: So we are revisiting a theme, which is the first time we've done that, but we couldn't resist in this case because there was the two <laughs> movies that we're going to talk about. They fall perfectly into this category and they feature the same lead. So we are doing a buried another buried treasure episode, but this is the Dave Franco edition.
0: It just so happens that like in two of his movies, like we really liked kind of like the subplots yeah. for them. And so yeah. we're like, oh, and, and they were both kind of like buried treasure-esque i think we might have cheated on one of them but yeah yeah well, true you know,
1: it's but fun. just i guess as a i guess we can say like as a refresher if you haven't listened to one of our episodes before and specifically you haven't listened to a buried treasure episode before it's it's one of those scenarios where in this case this is gonna be two different movies uh one of them is now you see me too um from 2016 it came out in june of that year and then nerve which came out in 2016 but july of that year so weirdly which enough people
0: are sleeping on yes. don't sleep on nerve
1: it's true like, nerve, nerve is great they, they it's cra- i didn't realize how like close together these movies were released i don't remember like if i saw them that close together but they both kind of fall into what we consider a buried treasure ship in that you you kind of go into the movie not necessarily knowing that there's going to be a romantic subplot and mm-hmm. you get ple- typically you get pleasantly surprised usually to f- put something into this category i always I almost always kind of hope that it's going to be a romantic subplot that gets resolved. It's not, like, left hanging because that kind of fits into a different classification. So Mm -hmm. we've got these two prominent Dave Franco examples
0: randomly enough. Which are a treat to watch, so you guys should definitely check this out mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it already although yeah. i feel like by the time you like listen to our episodes you probably should have seen it at least we, once we definitely because, spoil like, everything i don't think we do yeah, the, spoiler like the spoilers disclaimer. ahead <laughs> we do not do that disclaimer enough i've realized i just hope that like people would have understood it by now like if we're yeah. talking about like moon Knight, for instance well obviously we're gonna spoil the ending of yeah. moon Knight. we're because, getting like, into like sub-plots take a full plot line to develop so it's yeah. it's anyways. it's
1: you know it's very true so I think what we're gonna we kind of settled on is we're gonna start mm-hmm. with now you see me too because that's we always say this and then we know who knows if we stick to it I'm like that should be our shorter one <laughs> that's our smaller Hopefully. there's less content yeah. to parse through and so we'll kind of get into that as our primer for this this particular theme this topic and then we will spend the rest of the episode kind of focusing on the, the romantic subplot slash main plot in Nerve yeah and, I cheated that's okay <laughs> and then kind of go from there um, but yeah I guess we can just get started Christina like with now you see me too, what was yeah, your meet-cute with my this? My meet-cute? With the ship, we um, should I, name the ship. So
0: the ship, okay. So the ship is Jack and Lula. That, yes. that's her name, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm saying it right. Um, and it's funny because like I just watched New Girl when we watched Now You See Me two again, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, Lula's in New Girl. I totally didn't like yeah. remember. Like I totally didn't. I didn't make that connection on t- until I started watching New Girl. So that was great for me. But that mm-hmm. was in my meet cute. Um, <laughs> so I I've seen Now You See Me. Like I saw it with my family. So both of these movies, as as it will. You'll soon discover. Like yeah. I watched Nerve, and now you see me with my family. And yeah. um, you know, nice See Me was great. Like I mean, they had did great marketing for it. It was all about magic and like, ooh, thrill. It's like it's a bit of a thriller esque or like a heist movie. I guess. Yeah, you a bit of a heist vibe. But yeah, I'd say. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it was just natural that we watched Now You See Me 2. I really didn't care for the romantic subplot Now You See Me 1. I didn't even remember there was one until mm. you brought it up the other day upon our rewatch. Because I was like, oh, right, yeah, there were, like, two couples in there that, like, <laughs> Yeah. I I'm sorry. I felt nothing for her, So I was like, meh. Um it's But I just remember, like, going into Now You See Me 2 and being like, okay, like, the main female lead is gone. So, like... Yeah. What? Like, there's this void to fill? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um... And then, like having Lula come in, I was like, "Yes," because like it's, as we'll get into later this episode, like it becomes very evident that like she was, she is a subplot. Like she's meant, to, she's built to be. She's interested um, in him, like right from the yeah, get-go, a or even like ahead of time. Jack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Yes, this is his time to shine," and, <laughs> and it, it worked. It, I, it's like it's pretty sparse the scenes that we get between Jack and Lula, but the yeah. ones that we do get are magical. It's <laughs> there. I like
1: that pun there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so that's fair so that,
1: that's your it makes sense that's your introduction like you said you you could tell that she was gonna be a, a subplot
0: it's, with it's pretty clear yeah it's pretty clear yeah
1: Yeah. so the, the, for me we were just saying off air before we started recording I really wish I could remember when I first saw like it bothers me that I can't remember when I first saw now you see me and now you see me too I've always liked them I my argument on the like overall movies I think I'd like the plot a bit better in the first movie I think the mm. reveal is like more effective at the end but that's not what we're talking about we're talking subplots and I, <laughs> I agree I think the subplot is stronger in this second movie which is why we're kind of focusing on it but I think what, what, if I go with my, my meat cute it was kind of one of those and now that we're doing this podcast I realize that this is this is exactly what this was a romantic subplot at the time watching this movie you know this movie came out in 2016 I probably did see it in the year of its release I'm mm-hmm. sure I might have even seen it in theaters I'm not sure but I'm sure I saw it like many you know seven years ago at this point and it's kind of one of those things where you're like oh i I, oh look there's there's like a couple that kisses that's so cute yay like this movie has like a little twinge of romance and i didn't have a name for it at that point i didn't
0: it augments the plot yes and i didn't realize that it augments it yeah
1: but it's it's sort of the same way like the weirdly enough the closest equivalent i can think of of like me recognizing romantic subplot similar to this one in in now you realizing that that's why like why I was being drawn to it was the year prior when uh, Avengers Age of Ultron came out and I really mm-hmm. I legitimately went to go see the movie a second time because I wanted to see their kiss again between well, like
0: well is that th- are we talking about the Hulk and Yeah, Black which is not Widow? even it's not even a ship I really like. Well, funny enough though, Mark Ruffle is in Now You See Me. Oh yeah. So you <laughs> it's get <true>. that continuity <laughs> there. And and there's this very particular scene in Now You See Me Too that Jill was like <laughs> freaking out over upon our rewatch and I was like, This is not what you're supposed to be paying attention to, Jill. Uh, so we're true. gonna get into there that was later. This, oh, there's my just gosh. this
1: moment where he breaks out of the handcuffs in the most smoothest fashion possible and I was just like Oh my gosh. Oh, I am caught off guard. It was, great. I was like
0: Jill, no, pay attention!
1: This is not it. <laughs> it's not the ship we're focusing on. or even the main interest but yeah essentially I think my meat cute with this movie and this ship in particular was that like hey this is a f- again Pence buried treasure this is a movie premise I really enjoy love the first one mm-hmm. really like it we're getting more of this magic heisty type the four horsemen this whole environment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. oh my gosh we got a new female lead so it's not just a group of guys thanks like glad Lizzie Kaplan came in as Lua but it's oh and we're also making her you know a romantic subplot and it's like oh okay changing up the dynamics of the group a little bit like I'm Which I'm on I board. I rarely I, am I opposed really to that. It. So yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's true. I also I liked kind of how they're introducing like a new female lead entirely versus like because I remember now for the first one, yeah, the female lead had like history. Yes, with with, with Atlas. Yeah, yeah, with Atlas, and it's mm-hmm. so like it was just like there was a lot of bickering between them that didn't feel flirty for me. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. I felt I, like for Jack and Lula, like it was kind of like flirtatious, and it was yes. like the, the vibes were very much like oh this is a subplot like mm-hmm. this, is gonna, this is my go somewhere for like the first one i was kind of like meh it's just kind of like the group dynamic I didn't i wasn't rooting for them it in create, particular It created anything.
1: tension I will admit In the first mm. movie Like a, a certain amount Of tension of like Oh you're forced To work with Your ex yeah. essentially And I don't even I I don't even remember If like Atlas And oh, Henley is that her name I don't even remember yeah. What happens with them By the end of that movie I think they get
0: back together Do they? Because Lula Yeah well if We get into it now Right because like Lula The first time she so shows up and Now You See Me Too Yeah um, She's she sees like Atlas, Oh like yeah. Henley like Left you guys Maybe like you know She's too Like she couldn't keep waiting for the eye to show up or maybe yeah. she just kind of got s- sick of you guys mm-hmm. like in hiding for so long yeah maybe she like kind of takes a jab at atlas to be like maybe it's because you're too much of a like, control freak so <laughs> yeah, i true. think she fills the gap for us and it's clear okay, that like fair. henley's gone which is kind of nice because it kind of like gives us closure at least on that yes i
1: do appreciate situation, a good plot spoken like mm. expositional type of like this is why these characters right. aren't here I, it's so exactly. easy to do i love and appreciate I should say appreciate when a movie or show does that if you're like mm-hmm. there's a glaring omission in the cast thank you for mm-hmm. explaining it in universe like yeah. I think Isla Fisher no, was true. pregnant if I'm not mistaken and that's why she couldn't mm-hmm. be in this movie could be wrong but if it was something like that um, yeah. and so I like that they just explain that away and then fill the void with a, a very different mm-hmm. character like yeah. you know Lula is it very immediately different immediately makes
0: clear that she is again a romantic interest because everything yes. she says in that first interaction with yes. Atlas is like romantically coded because she's like i want to be one of you guys and she's like and jack especially yeah. and it's just like she has a lot of emphasis mm-hmm. on jack and is like yeah. oh like i know he faked his own death i'm like a fan of faking people my own death yeah. you know like it's just it's clear that she's like a jack fan yeah from the get-go Which and i was like cool. this is interesting because he didn't get the spotlight in the first one yeah. like he like Very true. died Right. Yeah. he like kind of died and so we're all like all oh great, that yeah. sucks but like he didn't get he doesn't really have much of a character in the first one really like he's just kind of like part of the team but he doesn't have like a, he's a young guy a sort of yeah yeah he doesn't have any kind of subplot or anything going on for him so when they put lula there i was like interesting that's the angle they're gonna play this time mm-hmm. and i was like done mm-hmm. love it and i i
1: mm-hmm. like I, what i like about her and i didn't really realize this until we rewatched this movie earlier you know like a week ago that i like that she's so like unabashed about her interest and just Oh, true. About, like, it's true. It's true, even it's, from the It's not get-go. coy at all, which is nice. No. Like it's, and it's kind of counter to what you expect for, like, a stereotypical, like, female love interest. Yeah. Which is nice. Like,
0: it's just very refreshing. No, I totally. Really she's, just, like, super bold. Like, even yes. when she's, like, what is it? Um, Mark Ruffalo's character. Mm-hmm. He's like, you guys Dylan, have to be yeah. in hiding more. And, like, Jack even more so. And she's like, that's a crime. Have you seen this man's face? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yes, yeah. girl. Like, go for it, you know? Like, she just really just says what she's thinking about this yeah. stuff, which is, like... So funny! It's like she already like feels so confident in herself that she could be um, a potential suitor for Jack. Yeah, and she just goes for it.
1: Yeah, and and there's. I mean, we, it, we might as well get into it now. The scene that I really enjoy, which I, again, completely forgot about, is this conversation. I knew you were
0: going to like this. I knew you were going to like, gonna like it that was scene. so Jill. rewarding
1: on rewatch, is the conversation they have in the magic shop in Macau. Like, they, they've got. Yeah. Isn't it the world's oldest magic shop or something like that? Like, it's conveniently enough that they end up in Macau. Yeah, it's that. a location that they need to be in or, or are in because of Merritt's twin. It's a whole chase, I think his name is. It's a whole thing. Again, too plotty too yeah. plotty but <laughs> they they have this conversation and i don't even remember what like prompts it but it basically it's it's kind of ex- like l- calling jack out on like the, the moves that he's done mm-hmm. i think on girls in the past or like why mm-hmm. relationships haven't worked in the past and things like that and then she's like oh jack do you think i was like those other girls and oh she's, i know like the way I she's delivered
0: it's it so cheeky and, like I, lo- I also love oh. that she uses those moves against him she's exactly. like you, you take their wallets do you yeah. ever take like their belts yeah their watches and these nuts that you have yeah you stashed from the hotel like that was so funny because
1: in and it it shows it and it just it's kind of a bit of a trope of the like i'm not like other girls like she literally says that but that is it is a trope but the line delivery and just the characterization of lula makes it work like i didn't actually bump up against that as like oh that's so cliche like i i it fit no. Well, I think she has like a very fresh take like, on that yeah. sort of character, and it, and yeah. it's and it's clear that that would catch his interest too. Like mm-hmm. as someone who is master manipulator, like as a music as, like as a magician, like that's what you do. That's that's a mm-hmm. vocation. You get to then be, like meet their match, so to speak, and that's very like that's very an interesting like a very interesting dynamic, and you believe. Mm-hmm that, like, I totally believe that that could be a relationship that would work as a result. Yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Like, it shows that she's on par with him. Yeah. I also, like, immediately afterwards, who was, someone goes up to him, maybe it's Atlas, but then he's like, hey, when you guys are done, whatever you're doing here, like, you want to come check it out? And then (laughs) Jack's like, no, no, it's not what you think, she took the belt off me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, Atlas was like, okay, sure, <laughs>
1: sure, sure. I know what this looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I it's 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 they hit those notes, you know, like mm. the the subplot in Now You See Me Two is so so small, but oh, they just hit yeah. all the right notes that like make it worth it. Like you know, again, you don't go to watch Now You See Me Two because of the subplot, but Obviously, you might we rewatch did that it on rewatch yeah. because exactly, that's what we did. Yeah, Re- like rewatched it and yeah. like had that experience, but like. It definitely just augments kind of like the 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 story itself which is Mm -hmm. lovely um and then and then like so my biggest kind of like i guess the the biggest thing that i'm sad about in that film is that Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of interaction with between jack and lula from then onwards up until like kind of the end you know like yeah. there was a few like missed opportunities where like yeah. they were on a motorcycle and i was like wow well, lula could have gotten onto his motorcycle or like he could have gotten onto her motorcycle like there's just like some things and this brings me back to like our eternals yes, episode where it's just that. like ah oh, there's just like something missing like you just there's just so many missed opportunities that they, you could have taken mm-hmm. that they didn't to take, push the ship through there yeah um it can only like help them it couldn't like it doesn't hurt them by not doing it but it would have been really nice if they took that opportunity to put them together more yeah a little. a but more anyways scene. my favorite part <laughs> is the part where like they're getting quote-unquote thrown off the plane yes. no spoiler that's not really a plane yeah um, not a real then, flying like, plane it just it's interesting how in that scene and the, i guess actually i even think in the lead-up to that scene the camera pit puts like yes so you're you're together this. a lot mm-hmm. there's a lot of like like shared screen time between the two of them even though they're like not talking to each other they're just like watching another character or they're like you know whatever something's happening to them but the camera always puts them both in the same frame and so that part where they're getting thrown off the plane there's this one part where they're like fighting for their lives and then the camera shows them like shoving against each other and like just like i don't know i was just like oh times of adversity and like it just i don't know i was like I was like, this is great. Like, obviously, they care about each other. And, like, it, the camera's obviously shipping them. That's why they're, like, showing the <laughs> scene with them together. Fair. I don't know. I was like, there's a reason why they did this. And it kind of builds up to the, the part and the reveal at the end, right, when, when they realize that they didn't get thrown off the plane. Yeah, the, and the whole we've trip. And then we got that New Year's Eve kiss between, like, Lula and Jack. And it, it, it's great. I think the camera, that whole thing, putting them together, is a build-up to that scene. because yeah, subtle Because up stuff. until that point... There was not, like you know. Again, after the magic shop, there was barely anything between, between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So the chemistry would have like died, you know, if they hadn't done anything about it. So yeah, that was brilliant camera work. Definitely, I was rooting for them when they kissed. I was like, yes. yes. I think you I was like sixteen at the time I watched this. I was like, ah! <laughs> like woo-hoo. No, it's it's one of those things that because
1: it's such a small, like it's a small ship, and you could, it somehow manages to a- avoid the pitfall of like. What, that kiss came out of nowhere type of thing because yeah. I have seen the like which lesser... some have said about Raylo, which I yeah. am not about we'll get into that in a later uh. episode but it's it's they manage it's impressive to me that they manage to avoid that pitfall like that they, that mm-hmm. i i you are happy when they kiss like you're like oh this is great like and you you mm-hmm. you've gotten hints of their chemistry and some protectiveness right. like you've described and like a
0: good sense of definitely like, protectiveness. and then they're like hugging each other after they get off the plane because they pulled off the heist and i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was very happy like, i was great. Like obviously like paying intense attention to the yeah. two of them at that point again because of the like fantastic camera work the camera yeah. has like kind of conditioned you to look for the two to of them To look together, for them as a pair. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's true. And they,
1: like, I think that they could have, it could have been, like, even more satisfying if they'd had, like, 100%. a couple more moments throughout this movie. I, like, if they'd I been agree. paired up a bit agree. more. Yeah. For sure. But, but again, I won't, I can't totally complain and I can't put this into an abandoned ship or anything, like, any sort of missed opportunity. No, it wasn't because abandoned. Because they had a resolution, which is great. And, like, I think we talked about this while we were watching the episode Mm-hmm. My, this isn't always like a guaranteed, but I, a way to really like make it explicitly clear that like a ship is a ship is if they mm-hmm. actually have a kiss. Like I,
0: I don't know why that or is some sort of like, like PDA.
1: Yeah, least. some some level of that because it's it's like kind of just it's just a really classic it's just a classic indicator that like, you don't just kiss, kiss anyone deal, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Like as weird as that sounds and that might be old fashioned or anything, but it's just in media. I can really like point to a lot of examples of like, you know, that ship was never realized because they, they, the characters never kissed, but they had a lot of, like, intimate moments, like, emotionally right. speaking, and then right. that's where, like, fan fiction comes into play a lot of the time. Right. If you can't, uh-huh. like, point to a kiss, it's like, this is my ship, you know? Uh-huh. But with all of our, we realized this, with all of our Buried Treasure episodes, so, like, all of our Buried Treasure ships so far, the ones from our previous uh-huh. episode and the two that we're talking about today... They mm-hmm. all, within the, like, first movie or first season of the show, they all kiss, mm-hmm. which
0: is kind of, like, they Which is great. That. They pull off Except the buried treasure like, thing. Keith Millie's thing. I have to say, they kiss, but they cut the, the oh, team. yeah, oh out. Yeah, but, like, it, it, it's basically,
1: it leaves no room for, I think, me with a kiss in, like, a movie, like, in, in media, it kind of leaves not a ton of room for interpretation, whereas you're right. Like, other. It's very
0: clear that they yeah, like each other that they want this I to mean, be as, a shit. At least I'd shit. hope yeah. so.
1: Yeah. Though, you can get angst of, like, oh, a love Triangle, where, like, they kiss two different people, and sure, sure, sure Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, then it gets messy.
1: But it's like you don't, you wouldn't like platonically kiss another character in a movie. So it it does support the romantics of the world. So So thank you to the writers uh, for giving us that kiss. And again, it
0: felt earned somehow, even though they have such little time. Very much did. They like built up to it. Like it was great. And again, there Mm. was so like there was barely any scenes with the two of them together. Like, but again, like it's sometimes that that's it works. It works. I mean, case study. Drakari, Dragon yeah. Makari, right? Like, it's the same thing. Like, they would have if they'd had a kiss when they
1: reunited at the end of the ba- oh. battle in Eternals, oh. there would have been, oh. like, no question that that was a ship. You know what I mean? And there still isn't really any question, like, that's a pretty dif- agreed-upon thing in the Eternals fandom, right. that, like, they're an excellent ship. But that would have just, like, fully solidified it, you know? Like, if they had done that, it would have been a t- tiny but mighty little ship in that, within the context of that movie with a lot of other chaos, mm-hmm. romantic and otherwise, going on. But because it didn't have it it leaves like a little bit of room for the naysayers but you you those people don't exist like you can't say a whole lot against lula and jack because it's very clear from her first introduction into the you know the last scenes with them that yes this was meant to be a developing relationship over the course of the events of in tandem with the events of this movie so
0: yeah happy about it no I think it's great I, And I also think the writers Did a really great job Putting in a female interest Who like yeah. Even though she was Destined to be like A romantic yeah. interest Like There's more she could stand that. On her own oh, Like you yeah. know like much appreciated. You could have taken the the romantic interest out, and she still would have been like a really cool yes, character, a good addition to the like, team. Like she was yeah. very funny. Like she was a, a very
1: fresh inclusion. There's apparently going to maybe be a third movie. Maybe would love if she was I in mean, it too. I,
0: like it's true. I, I would love so to long. kept up with the romantic ship. Although like I don't think the directors or like the writers are too.
1: I don't know. For that.
0: Like, yeah, they're really not prioritizing. It. Even though, like at the end, as I was telling you, when we were watching this movie together, mm-hmm. oh um, yeah, really, when they the, the scene. eyes mansion, yeah. It was so strange. I, I almost yeah. felt like they recorded that before. Well, they not recorded. They filmed, they filmed that, that for before. Earlier. Yeah, A lot of the other things, which which would have made sense. I think, like, is if you're on the Thames River, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's a huge thing to be filming. So, it's likely mm-hmm. that was kind of one of the ending or whatever. Like, it just it's probably out of sequence. I, yeah, um, which does but, happen, obviously, in filmmaking. Yeah, but. but it was so weird because, like, they go to, like, the iMansion and, like, Jack and Lula aren't standing together. The camera work isn't there. They're not putting them in the same frame. Like they used to they're be, They're not even, yeah. like, talking to each other. Like, they're talking to, like, other members of the team, the four horsemen. Mm-hmm. So, like... It was just really confusing because I was like, okay, are they not a thing anymore? And was that just like a yeah, like you know, a spur of the moment be kind of That'd like be
1: super lame? Which would be so
0: lame. Yeah. So like let's I was not. like semi let down from that, but then there was mm-hmm. that whole like Morgan Freeman reveal. So like I can like I'll I'll, I'll forgive them for that because they had that really awesome reveal at the end. But um, yeah, yeah, that's fine.
1: That's still I, I think honestly I don't I don't have a ton I don't have a ton more to say about the ship because there's just not. A, a ton yeah, well, there's mail. barely
0: there's not a lot of material there yeah, there's like, not a lot of i material, still think it but... gets an honorable mention oh, totally. in this episode because it totally. definitely stuck with me even yeah. after yeah. yeah even years later when did it come out again 2016 Joe? so yeah yeah seven years yeah, yeah. am i so, doing that math yeah.
1: right seven years seven years yeah uh, okay yeah right okay. yeah it's seven okay. it's seven yeah like this, is, this is gonna be awkward if uh, it was wrong uh-huh so yeah, yeah that's no, fair they're, they're carrying through but yeah i really think like the big takeaway from this ship is that you can bring in a new character who's a love interest but has a lot mm-hmm. more to her too if she's well written mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. So exactly. she doesn't have to 100%. be one
0: thing so i yeah. i like that like that's so well done writers, yeah good job overall.
1: guys <laughs> well done it's so, okay Okay. What, what so, would we say? What type of ship are Lula and Jack? Would you say?
0: I want to be like it's like one of those like little tourist ships where it's like, like it's blingy and it's nice mm-hmm. and you like jump. You got on the ship like, like when you're a quick like in cruise. Venice or something. Yeah. And like it's just it just like it enriches your experience and it enhances your experience mm-hmm. um, while you're touring or like you know yeah. taking a vacation I there. I like this. Yeah. Um, but like. Even if it didn't exist, you still would have had, like, a really great time on the vacation. I like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm picturing, like, a Venice boat now, like, on those, you know, one of of those canals, right? Like, it's, like, that's a really awesome experience to have. While you're there. While you're there, but, Mm -hmm. like, also not the end of the world if you don't get on it. But, like, it's blingy. It's nice. It's pretty, um... It's not the main reason you're going to Venice, but it's part of the experience exactly I
1: does like that. that work yeah i think that works i like that a lot because okay. like it augments it it's just like a stop on your it's part of your vacation but it's not like the reason that you did it at least not usually
0: right. there yeah. we go mm-hmm. there, that, there, that, that, i don't there know what type are, of
1: boat the, that actually is there might be a real name know, for either. that maybe but.
0: the viewers not the viewers the listeners <laughs> will know i always call you guys viewers that is not true you cannot see us thank see us. we do um, not record <laughs> our video <laughs> no, no, but we do that okay. for a reason. Uh, perhaps they can leave a comment for us if they don't <laughs> what, know what that's You'd called. Be. Okay, so this, I guess we'll move to our second yeah. one then. Yeah, our main, Nerve, our main again, event. Stop sleeping on it, people. Yes, go and watch it. If oh you haven't God. seen it, go see it. And like my meat cue for this one is like quite normal. I would say normal in the sense that like literally, I did not watch the trailer for Nerve. I had no idea what that movie was. Mm-hmm. Like it was. This was during the time when my dad would like rent movies from the library you know Back and like we like picked days. up nerve right like yeah. we had nerve and i was like what is this movie with like emma roberts on I it might i was like rented it too, emma honestly. roberts far. i don't like, even remember fan. like fan yeah mm-hmm. like i wasn't a huge fan of her but like i was like okay let's just put this in there i mean it looked cool. I like the neon i really so and we'll get into this but the cinematography for nervous just yeah. well, really great it like, is i really love good. the neon Again, it's a good movie <laughs> like the, the the shades and the palette great yeah. um but anyways so like we just like popped into the D V D player and I just like we started watching it and then we were like, Oh, this is actually like a really, really good like it's what would you call it? A action thriller? Like why would it even
1: gosh, I it's not a it's not really like adventure. I think it is like a action. Is action it th- it might be a little bit of a coming of age for her, to be honest in a weird way. Like yeah. it's a little bit of a coming of age story for her, but
0: it's anyways but it's great <laughs> and like i just remember falling up with the whole premise of it and it's also so realistic too cuz as we were saying we were rewatching this like a lot of the technology and the terms and like mm-hmm. just the whole social media vibe and followers and stuff is very relevant to today like you know for those who haven't seen Nerva yeah, we can give do them a, little a quick plot summary. yeah <clears throat> yeah basically it's like there's this game that they've created in like real, t- real life basically yeah. where you can sign on and you're either a watcher or a player mm-hmm. and if you're a player you have like other watchers um, who are like giving you dares yeah. to do and then they'll give you money if you complete the dare yeah. so like for like $100 maybe you'll go off and like do something stupid or whatever in public, in public embarrassing and then yeah. you film yourself doing that and then they'll be like we like that we'll give you the $100 and then the dares like the monetary value of the dares can go up oh, depending yeah. on like how daring it really is and how mm-hmm. much the viewers like you. It's kind of hun- Hunger Games-esque in that like you've got basically sponsors who like <laughs> yeah, will give you more, true. And more if they like you. That's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. And like there's like a f- final at the end where it's like the top two people who've like done the most dares will like go head to head and like they can like win it all or yeah. in, as Emma Roberts' character soon discovers lose it all you know so like yeah it's it's high stakes high reward and so emma roberts character is like super super shy and timid and she's yeah. like definitely like a viewer but then she gets challenged by oh, her friend yeah. to like be a one because be she's a she's a photographer so like she's the school right, yearbook exactly. photographer she stands behind the, the camera, camera. Yeah. she doesn't do any of this stuff Definition but like, of a watcher. she gets thrown into this mess basically yeah. and so mm-hmm. that's how all this stuff happens and obviously they make her character very like Typical in the sense of like a YA fiction novel, like yeah. right. You've got that girl who's kind of like timid, who has a crush, who doesn't really like she, won't, she won't talk guy, to yeah. her crush because like she's just like un, she perceives herself as unpopular and yeah. like uncool. She got the cool friend, um, like she got right, a popular she's got friend, cool friend and yeah. whatnot. So like very much relatable, I think, to a lot of girls who would be reading a, a book like that. Yeah, because so it's based on a book. Why right? I was yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. Hence why I was hooked. I was like, okay, I can relate to her character. Yeah, totally. As can most teenage girls. Yeah, but then you like throw in Dave Franco in the mix and you yeah. throw in a love triangle and a you throw in the one, whole like yeah. Hunger Game esque thing. Amazing. There's so a anyways, lot That's my on. meet cute. Love the subplot which basically becomes a main plot with her and Dave Franco but like mm-hmm. and then there's like a love triangle it's just like again. Well, it's good. There's a lot to talk it's about really here. It's really good. It's great. Yeah. But that's uh, that was my meet cute is like I just loved the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Just people please go watch it.
1: I think mine uh, another thing we were discussing off air here my meet cute with Nerve was like I don't specifically remember if I saw this one the year it came out or not. Mm-hmm. I just I probably didn't. I'm almost. I honestly probably didn't. I'm almost positive I watched this with my mom. Like I think her and I were maybe just like looking for a movie. Maybe we found it on Netflix or again back in right. the days of rentals. Like we might have just like come across it in some way and been intrigued by the enough intrigued enough by the premise that we wanted to check it
0: out. But I do think... do you remember when DVDs had like summaries at the back. Yeah, of, like, yeah. The DVD. Case yeah. So you were like, know. oh that's so interesting maybe yeah, yeah, you, you get like a little that. blurb yeah but I do But
1: times I, have changed whenever I did see this movie in the last seven years may have been in 2016 it might have been like many years after that I do like I do recall thinking right off the bat like being so, like pleasantly surprised by the whole premise and go like, this is really mm-hmm. cool really cool like really cool idea And again, it falls into a buried treasure for us because also, like, I was hooked by the premise alone, and then you throw in a romantic subplot slash, again, kind of main plot. It's sort of like Loki, where it ends up becoming part of the plot. The two romantic leads do occupy a lot of screen time, etc. Um, but... It was, it's just one of those things where it was nice to have that in addition to a really, like, fresh, unique movie concept mm-hmm.
0: that says a lot of, has yeah. a lot of commentary already. Well, like, already. The, the premise of the game is really interesting, exactly. right? Like, the watcher versus you player. You didn't need the subplot. It just helps. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. again,
1: that's, that's really, well, all we say about Buried Treasure is, and, and it also, honestly, Buried Treasure, to me, just really... I feel like that's honestly a buried Church is almost the kind of movie like I'd want to write where there's something really like a cool high concept idea happening plus a very mm-hmm. satisfying ship that reaches a romantic Which resolution in the same movie yeah. like you don't have to wait for a second movie or a second season of a show mm-hmm. you just get a cool like it's basically a very satisfying watch like you watch yeah. Nerve and you're like wow I get introduced to this really cool like it happens over the course of one night again it's only an hour and a half long it's a short movie can't believe it yeah. and and they manage to go through this whole story with you this whole adventure and have a satisfying romantic resolution yeah. as well all at the same time Like yeah.
0: it just feels like you've dude, covered a lot of ground in yeah. that hour and a half and it just feels yes. very like, they use, rewarding they use their, you their time really there.
1: well yeah, yeah, so
0: I, but yeah, that's essentially my meet-cute
1: is that, I, same thing, like, we didn't go into this because I was, like, hyped about the subplot, was, great. Right. the concept, the concept pulled me in, the subplot kept me in, like, it was, like, great. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
0: I will say, Jill, I think, like, what's funny is that we, we, so, like, our meet-cutes are pretty boring, you know, like, yeah. our parents are, like, we rented the movie and we watched <laughs> yeah. it, but I must say that during, like, the early stage of our friendship, what was really funny is mm-hmm. that we, I think it was, like, one of our first movie virtual yeah. COVID movie nights things that we've ever done. I should say the early like we had stage. before. The
1: early stage yeah. of our movie-watching friendship, which we, yeah, didn't, exactly. we didn't really do up until, like, the pandemic to be honest totally totally yeah it,
0: it, yeah, it was very much a covet thing like i started yeah, during covid we'd watch. and i remember yeah. like i called you yeah and then like in my like so the night before i think maybe it's because like nerve just came out on netflix so like that yeah, night before that's i actually watched nerve yeah and then like it just like wouldn't leave my head and i was like i know i have movie night with jill tonight would it be really weird <laughs> if i asked to watch nerve again because like i just really 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 want to watch it yeah and then like you jump on FaceTime and you're like, you know what movie I've been thinking of watching? And you're like, nerve. And I was like, oh, save be... Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Like, I just like, I thought it'd be weird if I asked you if we could like, rewatch it, even though I just watched it last night. But, like, we're obviously on the same wavelength. Yes. Like, Let's do it. Yeah. So I remember, like, I was like, yes, this girl I can hang with. We good. We <laughs> that's
1: good. The, that's the indicator right there. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, well, we were literally on the same wavelength. Yeah. I was like, yes. Which happens a lot. I'm not going to lie. It's probably why it's we're true. friends. <laughs> this happens it's often. True. It's true. But this is a nice, discreet example example where we were just like both feeling the same movie all we like, right
0: yeah 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 and it was great that yeah. was a great movie watching experience and then i think we had a lot of conversations in that one too probably actually similar to what we had like the conversation we had while re-watching it just recently yeah so, um mm-hmm. but let's, get into, it. let's yeah. get into it we've done enough teasers for Nerd. Yes. everyone knows the premise now yeah um, so emma roberts character v yeah um what is it? So her first like her meet cute with like Ian, yeah. whose real name is Sam. Sam. Let's call him
1: Ian for the movie. Like for the Let's just duration call him Ian, of like, this because like it discussion. just gets too confusing.
0: Dave Franco is Ian. We're in our brains. He's <laughs> yeah. Ian, Okay. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like it's funny because even before the meet cute, like she's got that guy friend Tommy yes who's who we were discussing that like it's is in the love triangle is actually very similar to Bruno from Miss Marvel, Marvel. Yeah. this was yeah because th- he's like that geeky I wasn't expecting friend. this when we assigned like when we picked
1: this episode discussion I kind of forgot about Tommy like this sounds so mean sorry Tommy yeah and I liked him on rewatch but I kind of forgot that he was I you were
0: like in of a simping over him during our first rewatch together because you're like poor Tommy oh gosh it's it
1: was it, it complicates this episode a little bit in a way that I'm excited to get into because it, I just yeah. could not believe like I told you this when we were watching just this week I told you I was like I cannot believe how similar this dynamic between V Ian and Tommy is between Bruno Kamala and Cameron in Miss Marvel the show that came out last year and we've already I'm talked so about happy. in episode four I know like it was so, and, it, and it, to the extent that I was like And I obviously saw Nerve before I saw Miss Marvel. I'm like, did I like subconsciously get drawn to the the Miss Marvel ship because of or my side of the love triangle in the Miss Marvel ships, I should say, because of this like lack of resolution with this poor Tommy guy in Nerve? Like, I don't know. (laughs) I remember you were so bothered
0: by that. Like again, during our our COVID rewatch, you were like, Was it feel for Tommy? Yeah. You were so bothered. You were so really really bothered by it. I don't remember. And like so definitely. We had huh. hints of that, like, it explains why you like Bruno so yeah, much Yeah, it probably does Marvel. actually. It was like a
1: primer for my affections for Bruno and Koala. It, it created huh.
0: that underlying trauma, or like that <laughs> scar <laughs> that, that over for you, and then like Miss <laughs> Marvel yeah. just like ripped it off, and you were like what yeah, the like, heck. Oh so my God. I, I honestly think it set the That's stage for Miss Marvel. That's But like, yeah, I just remember you being so bothered by her, yeah. completely ignoring Tommy, and I was like, chill, She is mistreated bruh. in this movie. Dave Franco is in this movie. He gets the spotlight, okay? Yes. Which leads us to their first meet you, yes. which just, like, okay, I mean, I was, like, sexual assault. She's just randomly <laughs> kissing a guy without his consent. Like, yeah. whatever. But, like, then you find out that, like, he was kind of planted there to begin with. True, by the viewers. True. and by the, like, watch- by the watchers, it's yeah. Because it's kind of like, oh, yeah, sorry, the, the watchers. Because like, the watchers were shipping them t- from the get-go because they were like, yo, Ian, get to that. You know, restaurant pick up this like get, we'll favorite this book, book, and you sit yeah. there. Yeah, so like, kind of creepy how they know everything about her already. But like, I was like, wow, the watchers know. The watchers they, they, are they us. Sense the we vibes. have done the same. they were doing some matchmaking. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. it's very true. But they have mm-hmm. a they have a kind of very interesting quote unquote meet cute slash first meeting because it's the thing that we just described is like they kiss their first meeting is her kissing him because it's like kiss a stranger it's the thing we just talked about I just went into a whole spiel about is how I usually it's what I hope for a satisfying buried treasure ship and I was like Mm -hmm. oh they have one right away does that count
0: like uh, does that, you know, maybe not? Not well, totally. I mean, it definitely sets them up to be like a potential couple, which like yes. a strong, it's strong like, indication of that. They could it, be a
1: it pushes them past platonic right from the get go, which is like yeah. if there was ever any doubt if this was going to be a ship, the first, their meat cute is her kissing him. Like, of course. That's like a classic yeah. trope, too. Of, okay, exactly. if there's like forced, you know, intimacy, or not like, but like intimacy before maybe expect, like what you'd expect in the normal timeline of a developing relationship. Mm hmm. Mm hmm it often means that you're gonna get back to that point which they do later in the movie right
0: in a more genuine way so it's like no 100% Mm -hmm. well like you know one of the reasons and so like we'll like move on from that first kiss that is what I was telling you about the other day is that like Mm -hmm. uh, the reason why I like Nerve so much is because it kind of like capitalizes on my favorite trope which is like Putting two strangers together, yeah. and obviously the kiss makes it. It complicates the trope a little bit because usually it's like two strangers who really don't know each other. Yeah. who go through a bunch of like adversity, adventures, and, mm-hmm. or and adversity together, and then they kind of fall in love. I guess this one kind of works. they cheated a little bit by getting them to kiss at first, which <laughs> yeah. I was kind of like, come on, like really, like it felt didn't feel organic. You know, it was, sure. it was very much forced. You're because not waiting she for it. There. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like why? But they like they kept it up. Like the writers knew what they were doing, so they like they kept the tension between them, which I appreciated. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, they hit so many places in a night. Like, they accomplished yes. so much in that night. But also, like, they just accomplished so much in the hour and a half on screen. Like, cause yeah, I remember, we were watching true. it, and we are like, oh, right, like, this happens. And like, oh, my gosh, like, they still have to do this. Like, they, the, like, director, kudos to them, because mm-hmm. they really shoved a lot in that, like, hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, great. And also, like, I love movies that that have like this adventure element not just like they're doing a bunch of cool things but they're also doing like a lot of things in many different places yeah because you feel like you've experienced so much with the character so i love how they immediately take v and ian from staten island to like the city to yeah, New York to manhattan, city, yeah. And they do a bunch of stuff in the city yeah um and so anyways yeah and then we get into and then we get into manhattan and um everything that goes down that whole, in there and everything that goes down it's great it's great like i mean i don't even know where to start with this stuff Like. I- I them think streaking down like the expensive uh <laughs> like uh in the in the store where they're just completely naked and they're just ugh. it puts them in it puts them into position because of the
1: like the premise of this movie that they mm-hmm. are going to be you know doing things that again can be a bit romantically coded like oh you like oh, hey you're I'm seeing not. me in my under like the underclothes yeah, i sound I so old <laughs> i in their underwear what like that, Jill? by kissing what them like that? see (laughs) I can't get over your old woman impression (laughs) you've seen me in my underclothes but like things that are very like tropey in a way that we like look forward to you get a lot of that with the dare, yeah Yeah. like and you and you get that and you would think like oh that feels forced but it's, it's 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 because it's so successfully executed like the premise of this movie yeah you it's one of those things that you you believe that they would have feelings for each other after only one night together because it's Like a heightened set of experiences, right? Like including, like spoiler towards the end, where like he thinks she's gotten killed, like you know. So you go through a lot of emotions with this one person, and also on the motorcycle, which we'll get into. And so you, you all of a sudden, like these heightened experiences are linked to this one person who you are also attracted to, of course. You know, have have already shared an intimate moment with right off the get, like right off the bat. So you believe it when by the end of the movie they are like gonna start dating, basically. It's the same yeah, sort of thing. Basically. Like Jack and lula it's a short, you know it's a short amount of screen time. It's a longer amount of like in universe time in Now you see me too, but it's, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's a short amount of screen time in um in Nerve. It's like a night in universe time, but it's not like it doesn't feel too fast. It may it yeah. makes sense no, and they saying. make it make and sense. They-
0: Yeah, and it doesn't feel, like, over the top, too. Like, anything that they're doing, it's not like, oh, they're trying too hard. Like, the writers are trying too hard to put these two characters together. Like, I think Mm -hmm. with the whole premise of the dare, like, it's brilliant. Because it's like, yeah, they're just doing this for a dare. Like, it just, it's brilliant. The whole, the way that they weave that subplot into the main plot is really, really great.
1: And I think Um, it makes the, the part of the dares that I think when we can get into it, and you, you mentioned when we rewatched this is there's all these trust elements throughout uh,
0: throughout this movie uh, there's was many examples say, I was just to get there because yeah. they go to the light like they they get like the tattoo and he's yes. like yeah just like trust me with the, the tattoo thing yeah. and then I remember just pausing this and being like this is great because like This is why I like tropes like this. Not because, like, oh, they're strangers and they fall in love. But it's, like, they're strangers and they don't trust each other. Like, that's Mm -hmm. kind of... And then you build that trust over time. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Right? And that trust built over shared experiences, Mm -hmm. shared negative experiences sometimes. Yeah, stressful. um, It's unbreakable, you know? Hence, shared trauma. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, your face. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. My favorite trope ever. Yeah. Um, Like, it just... So, it's when he says, like, just trust me, and he, like, gets gets to that lighthouse, it's just, I was like, that is so cute. First of all, that's just so cute that he, like, remembers the lighthouse well, exactly. Thing, but it's also, like, it's a, yeah.
1: That lighthouse moment is fantastic, because it, A, it calls back to their first meeting, even if it was a manufactured, like, hey, you very know, hey, Ian, read yeah. read V's favorite book. Take this book. But she, <laughs> but if you remember, we kind of glossed over this, their first meeting, before she kisses him, she kind of gets all nerdy about why she loves this book so much, and mm-hmm. she, she explains, like, what the lighthouse represents, and, and it's very mm-hmm. clear and she's passionate. It. To it yes and so he could and he clearly uses the opportunity of the tattoo to show like closeness with her that like hey what mm-hmm. would this girl that i've just met and started to form a connection with actually mm-hmm. what would she actually like like what would be yeah. what would be something she would pick for herself like hey i actually already kind of know stuff about her yeah from no it's true because like he could have done
0: anything yeah for he that dare, done, like, right? like, like a, he a smiley been, like, face or like a joke yeah because it doesn't matter. He yeah. should, he, he, they're just going to get the money and get out of there, right? Exactly. So, like, the fact that he actually takes the time to, like, think about her and, like, he uses give her the opportunity. something that she would actually like mm-hmm. and potentially remember him by. Yeah. Like, that's smooth, man. Smooth, that's yeah. smooth. Tattoos. Smooth. Sneaky boy. Yeah. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And then he, like, puts her hand on hers when she's, like, wincing over the tattoo. That's cute. Yeah. No, it's physical contact. Oh. Yeah, it's honestly, an I like for that. It's true. Yeah, I like like the small physical contact moments that they have. Throughout. Mm-hmm. Like there are some really big ones, like their first kiss, and then they're like making out in the elevator later at like. Oh uh, right, and heading the into the party. But, you it's know, that stuff kind of was like that. cool. That's later. But I actually liked it more when they're like just like the small kind of like like his hand touches hers, or like mm-hmm. you know at the end when he like realizes she's not dead. He's like hugging her really really hard. Like it's yeah. just like. Mm-hmm. that stuff that feels more authentic and like yeah. less forced and less like hormonal that's great you know <laughs> yeah i mean it's even for a more vulnerable place
1: i mean we and we, we i guess we can get into the the whole motorbike part because that has a physical contact element oh that was... but that's 100%. a hundred percent that one i know you took a little bit of issue with this how they like they they don't kiss for the first time but it's like their quote-unquote first like Real kiss after the you know uh, blindfolded motorcycle though. right? Yeah, and adrenaline, adrenaline. I think we can talk about like how that influences it does that make it like disingenuous hard to say maybe but in that experience is even if you had like nothing else in this movie like even if they were a really small subplot but if they had mm-hmm. this like motorcycle moment only like if they were if this was an ensemble piece and they were forced into this motorcycle moment people would be shipping them after that because it's such a like. 100 percent. It, it's such an intense, intense thing that these yeah. two Romantically interested people, you know, romantically available people experience together. Like, yeah. holy smokes, that's that's the stuff of dreams right there. Like
0: No, a hundred percent. This is why I like these like People in adversity, because yeah. it's like, wow, you almost died together. I would not recommend doing the motorcycle thing. That was a stupid dare for them to take. That was wild. But, like, oh, my God. It was wild. Like, it's yeah. also wild. Like, the whole premise of Nerve is just, like, it's all about, like, uh, crowd. What is it? What did you say? Crowd behavior. Um, crowd behavior, yeah. right? Like, yeah. yeah. Anonymity. And yeah. social proof and an- an- yeah. anonymity. And so it's just, like, how crazy can you go when yeah. you're anonymous and, like, when you feel like you're being dared to, like, do things from, like. Yeah, to get attention. And group of, yeah, for to get mm-hmm. attention or, like, a group of watchers. It's yeah. insane. It's yeah. absolutely insane. Um, but definitely, like, that was a very intense moment that they shared together. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, like she kissed him afterwards. That was cool. But then I I don't know. I felt like the magic of that moment kind of got taken away a little bit when you realized that all her friends were watching this over on <laughs> yes. their phones on the TV. Te- like, yes. it was kind of like, oh, uh, kind of high school-y and, like. It, I don't know, they kinda of cheapened the money. It wasn't moment really private. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't private at all. Like they it wasn't very intimate. They I don't guess. get a that's, ton that's what it felt I'm trying to think because of the
1: nature of nerve, like the game, the in universe nerve, everyone's like everything's being filmed. You're often filming yourself. And they don't get a mm. ton of privacy. Like which
0: is well a little I unfortunate, like, but But well, that brings me to the part where he saves her after she gets she stitch she snitches. Mm. And so she's like in the and then so okay. We're jumping ahead a bit, the plot. but yeah, she like, she goes to her friend's party, yeah. beats her friend, blah blah blah. They have a whole fight, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah she's like, this is not cool anymore. We got to like tell an officer about, like, we got to oh, tell right. the police about this." Yeah, she's right, and he's like, "No, no, don't do that. Don't snitch." And he's like, yeah, he's, he's he's becoming like really sus because it's like, "Well, bro, like, she said she's uncomfortable. She's out. Why are you forcing her to do all yeah. this stuff?" But then you realize it's because when she snitch, she become a prisoner of the Which game. Which is what happened. You to lose him. everything. Literally yeah. everything. What like, happened they go to Ian's into the bank account, slash they drain him. everything. Right, and so yeah. like he actually finds her after she's locked up in that is it like a storage container or something? Yeah, storage container. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Staten Island again. Yeah. And then he explains to her like, you know, I'm also a prisoner of the game. Right. Um, but my favorite part of that conversation he is he's like, I have asked the watchers to give me a dare so that I can be moved up to second place, and right. then like I'll make sure that you win and that you get out of this. And I was like, wow, self sacrifice and like authentic self-sacrifice, too, not just, like... Because for the longest time, you didn't really know what his motivations were in terms of getting her in the game. Mm -hmm. Because, like, once you realize that he's a prisoner of the game, well, he has to keep playing. So if V is paired up with him, then he has to find some way for her to want to keep saying yes to the dares. yeah. Right? True. But now here, he's like, no, like, I'm doing this because I want you to be okay after all this. Like, I'm going to put myself up there, and then, like, I'll let you win the game. Like, we'll, we'll break it for you. Yeah. Um. So his motivations become very clear. Also, very Hunger Games-y. Yes. Yes. Is which is, yeah, Just Hunger saying. Games, the
1: first Hunger Games, which I think came out, like, 11 years ago, people were saying online recently. It works, though. Yeah, That's timing is works. Totally planned this like, timing, guys.
0: pitted against each other to, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And only one can make yeah, it out. Yeah, only one can
1: emerge victorious. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. oh uh, and the
1: guy with willing... It's kind of like... It's, it's funny because I've, I've explained, like, falling on your sword. I think I've talked about that on the podcast before. And if not, everyone knows what that means. Like, someone will... You see it in the context of, like, oh, they'll fall on their sword for, like, the girl that they like. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. in service of... In a love triangle, you can see this happen. Where, like, oh, the guy that really likes her, like, falls on a sword for her so that she can, like, go to prom with the other guy that she's mm-hmm. crushing on, the hot guy or whatever. And you feel mm-hmm. bad for the guy that, you know, self-sacrificed. But it's set up in this movie that... Like, Ian, slash Sam, can fall on his sword (laughs) for V. And you believe that he would do that with no other motive. Like, with no... Even though Tommy's technically part of the love triangle with
0: them. He's not really a factor for Ian. I know, but he's trying his best, okay? He's, like, trying to get into the dark web to save V. That's a whole thing. he's actually doing... A lot he's of stuff for her in the, to the story Yeah, he's very helpful. He's very helpful. He actually like is the one who figures out how to hack how the system to stop and the stuff. Game. And, like, yeah, but yeah, I- so he is the most helpful of the group in terms of taking down the game. But
1: yeah, point being. I, lo- I just like the, I really, I like the, the sacrifice moment that, again, that Ian proposes once he reconnects with V, like, at the shipping container and all that. Like, he's, he's. They're literally in a shipping container. It's They're true. They're being shipped. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. God. And there's the whole Staten Island Ferry. Oh, my God. We're just, we're going. <laughs> she's on a ship. Oh, frick. Oh, good stuff. Oh. There's a lot of. I love, when, I love when, you know, stuff lines up like that. Perfect (laughs) Also we need to mention The fact that Anchor Changed its name this is our first episode. I think we're doing since Anchor switched into pod- Spotify for podcasters, and I'm just a little bummed. So,
0: You're bummed too. It's so sad. I'm so bummed because it, it it doesn't meet our nautical theme yeah. anymore. But anyways, don't get distracted. Just get back on the topic. Yeah. I like I like that that's and there's that the way that the story sets it
1: up. That makes sense that that's what Ian wants to do, and you believe it because they have formed like despite the artificial nature of this game, they have formed mm-hmm. a genuine connection because there's mm-hmm. been glimmers of moments like the lighthouse and like some of these confessions that they've had. And him being honest about his true motivations and mm-hmm. what happened to him in Seattle, like he, how he lost mm-hmm. that game, like they just flesh out his character in a way that and that relationship in a way that you believe that he would want the best for her, even though you'd be right. like, oh, he just met this chick, like, mm. but right. no, you literally like it. a few hours yeah. ago,
0: literally a few hours ago, but you ago. believe it? But you believe their connection? I, I believe it. I think the mix of like the whole, the all the intense experiences that they've gone through together. Mm-hmm. And, like, he actually sees her for, like, you know, her her courage and, like, yeah. her, you know, all that stuff. Her, her best so, attributes.
1: Yeah. He sees them yeah, all. Yeah, her which best is...
0: attributes. And so that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, like, we make it to the final stadium. Yeah. Um, and it's literally Hunger Games because they're, like, shoot the other. And yeah. he's, like, just shoot me in the shoulder. Which, again, like, that's so stupid. Like, shoot him in the leg. Shoot him in the foot. I don't know. I feel like if you miss for the shoulder, things can go very well, badly. Yeah, true. I don't know. I, Anyways, I'm, I'm torn on, like, my argument, very violent, My yeah. argument against is, the leg
1: is that, like, if you shoot him in the leg, like, that could really impact his mobility going forward. But what
0: if you miss for the shoulder? How badly could you miss for the shoulder? Just oh, aim wide. my shoulder, <laughs> if you shoot in my, me in my left shoulder and you miss, that's my heart aim there. Aim high you shoot me, and to the side. Oh, you shoot me in the neck then. No. PG-13. We had a, like... We had a discussion this about so this violent.
1: in the, while watching the movie, which is why I want to bring it up here. But, any anyway, <laughs> anyway, he Why immediately...
0: I do think the torso is a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem. No, torso is definitely a no-go, okay? Uh, I can, like, lose a hand. I can't lose my torso. Oh, uh, you don't trust uh, me. You don't want to. No, I, that's why I
1: still think shoulder would make sense if you were just oh more careful with your aim. This is not the point of this podcast, <laughs> but
0: regardless. It's derailed, but it's okay. It's derailed. Regardless, Ooh. she doesn't shoot any, anyone because she's just like, we can't yeah. do this. And then Machine Gun Kelly shows up. Okay, his... <laughs> the fact that that's
1: Machine Gun Kelly really threw me for a loop. I know. It's true. So, he so young
0: he was a kid like, he was uh, this movie kid. must
1: have filmed in what 2014 2015 and it came out oh 2016 that so was, was a lot of years ago now seven like eight yeah. nine years ago like dang
0: so that no, was so true. random but you were like he's in this movie and i'm like is he yeah he's in uh, yeah he's like, I'm yeah. So, yeah anyways but then v sacrifices well quote-unquote sacrifices herself in front of ian yeah Gets shot I love, I, I just love how Ian like literally thinks she's dead. Yeah. Like she literally pulls up Romeo and Juliet. But then instead of him shooting himself, he wants to shoot Machine Gun Kelly. And I'm like, no, sir. Sorry. I do not condone violence. <laughs> Let's stop this. But I do, <laughs> I do like, and this kind
1: of adds to Nerve being like an interesting premise well written movie, is that mm-hmm. it also, weirdly enough, kind of ties into, as I'm saying so loud, kind of ties into how the Now You See Me movies work. And that there's no, like, 100%. there's like some deception going on. There's like a plan within a plan. And then that gets revealed, and not everyone. Everyone. And anyone can be a
0: watcher. Yeah. Anyone can be the eye. Yeah. Like,
1: it's just, like, you don't really... You can't trust everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people often know more than the audience knows and at mm-hmm. least one character in universe is aware of, which is really mm-hmm. cool. And in this case, like, I didn't think I expected, especially not on first watch, I didn't think I expected that it would be Ian who would be the one kind of left in the dark for the sake of them, yeah. like... Pulling off their plan Not to Like to To disadvantage him It was just He needed to In order to really sell it He needed to not know What was fully
0: going on It's true It's true but I love the moment where she's like, "No, no, it's okay." Yeah. And then, he, Like you could just see him. I love the when he's, like, release. sputtering because he just like yeah. is just like overwhelmed by emotions, and then like hugs her so hard. And that reminds me of like the Rapunzel scene from Tangled, where yes, like, oh, when Ryder a good moment. comes back, oh, dude, I we love should that do moment. we should
1: do an animated episode. I just realized
0: that we should we, we should, should, should. Do, like a Disney animated. Like, if you guys think we should do that, Rapunzel's, leave us a comment somewhere. Rapunzel is or, like, a good one. I think we should do. Tang- oh, Tangled, yeah. I should say. Tangled is a Tangled, really good. It's a good show. Anyways, but that moment gave me like Tangled Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um, and yeah, like I was like, oh, the intensity in which he like hugs her, like I obviously really cared. I, mm-hmm.
1: and oh, it was just this so good. movie also <laughs> puts them into that category of like, this is this is wild first date that we've had, and then like a real relationship will blossom from that. Like it's true, kind of intense Fear first trauma. first date really together. A lot. Yeah. Well, my, look, my friend has a book coming out that it's coming out actually just in a couple of weeks where the characters, it's taking place over the course of 24 hours. Same sort of mm-hmm. thing. Like, you just get this, like, intense bond formed through a bunch of, like, mm-hmm. crazy circumstances. And mm-hmm. I think, like, YA and, like, teen-based books and movies are the best suited for this because, I, I don't know, maybe adults are a little more cynical and jaded and they're, like, not it's open true. to these types of experiences, whether, like, romantic or all these other things that happen in these mm-hmm. plots. But... When they're done well in these, like, NYA and in
0: teen product projects, it's, it, like, it works. Like, it just, like, they, it they pull it I off. Still believe you believe it. it. I'm not a teen anymore, but I'm like, yeah, oh, I yeah. believe in that intensity of emotions. Yeah. Like,
1: like compared to the rest uh, of their day to day life, like, when have they ever had something this crazy happen, right? It's
0: true. Like, they did a lot tonight. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. And yeah. a lot to talk about. And, like, a mm-hmm. lot that, like, they can only share with each other. Exactly. Kind of thing, Be like, do you, know? you remember
1: like, when you thought, like, you remember that moment when, you know, like, yeah. You know? It'll always be like. And it
0: shows their best attributes throughout. Like, I don't know. I just think Mm -hmm. it was pretty great. And then it's funny that they joke, like, oh, so, like, what did he say? Like, crazy first date or something? Yeah, yeah. Because they're talking after. Yeah. And he's like, by the way, my real name was Sam. And I'm like, okay, sir. Hello, sir. It is. Uh,
1: The whole name switch thing is such a weird. I know it happens in different movies and stuff, but it always throws me off because you get attached to a character. Like, you you mm-hmm. learn about a character through their first introduction and, and you in your mind, you associate them with one name, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. it, that's why it gets confusing in the world of, like, comics and superheroes where they have, like, multiple aliases and you're like, okay, what mm-hmm. is their base name like what is the yeah. most common thing that they're referred to like what's the name that's spoken the most on screen in this movie it's Ian mm-hmm. and so then it's weird to be like are we supposed to like reconfigure our
0: mind to be like I oh know. he's Sam now like that's why I we I, called him Ian throughout I think that part was like I was like okay the writers are trying too hard to I like get, put a final twist at the end like because I, I get like, it though Ian was fine and obviously like if this nerve game is like they know everything about you already mm-hmm. then like They know you are Sam. Like, you didn't have to, like, put up a fake name. Unless it's, like, a fake username. This was my
1: theory, though, is that he had to, like, assume a new identity. Like, that's why he, quote-unquote, went by Ian, because they stole his previous Sam identity. But that was not made super clear, because we don't know a ton about what happened in Nerve Seattle versus Nerve Manhattan. But... It's true. Uh, the thing the thing about this movie, and I just want to mention this like separate from the subplot, because the subplot was fantastic as we've just spent the last half hour saying. I I just really like the I really like how much this movie says about the world. Like I, I told you, Christina, when we were watching this, this almost feels like a teen Black Mirror episode in a way, where it shows yeah, like no, technology being a problem, but when you realize the at the core of like all Black Mirror and, and in nerves, it's like no, it's, like, the people are the problem. <laughs>
0: like, the people... Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's, like, the people that are, like, watching this game, that are making it happen, yeah. are... It's is the problem. It's the fault. fact that this yeah. game exists.
1: Exactly. This, um, and, it feels and it's so just, real. It's really scary. Yes. Yeah. It's terrifying how, like, truly... And the fact that, again, this came out in 2016, but it feels like it could have happened yesterday. It just feels like we're one step... We're, like, one misstep away in terms of, like, internet security from nerve happening. Like, it, it feels yeah. so likely and i and that terrifies mm. me but it also intrigues me and then so then you're wanting to watch it and find out what happens and then when you get to focus on these two people that are right in the core of it and you know going through all the motions of all the as like the ever escalating dares and all that experience mm-hmm. it makes for again a really compelling watch like and you believe they're no, you believe the ship you believe the premise like oh it's good like, this is, yeah. again, don't sleep on this movie. Like,
0: yeah, don't sleep on nerve. Yeah. Go watch it, people. It's Honestly. just so good. Yeah. And it's, it's so good. And even, like, on rewatch, also the music for it, I've yeah. got to say. They, oh, like, and the cinematography, they, like you said. And they, like, just blended in so well. There were some good like, needle it's drops. Just, like, Yeah. Oh, so many. So good. Yeah. Like, the whole thing's great. It's a good experience. It's cinematog- like, the cinematography is also just, like, breathtaking they with all great like, the lighting. neon Lights. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, just. People go watch it. It's really, really great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Shall we talk about what type of yes. ship this is? Yes. It's
1: always a challenge in these in these episodes where we're going off of a again a theme. Where we're doing buried treasure in this case. Like, okay, how do we? What type of ship? What makes you know? What makes Ian slash Sam and V different from Jack and Lula? Like, what you know? What? How can we explain them? And I think the main difference with them, right, is that they are are driving the plot more. Like, they are. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what? if I can make them... If I can tie them to the Staten Island Ferry in some way. I know, me too. I was I'm like, like about the fairy. Like, I guess you could say that they're the fairy and the rest of the movie rests as, like, being transported by... Or carried by them, like, in some way. <laughs> like, they're They're little, <laughs> they're the carrier. Their ship is, they're like... They're the
0: vessel through which
1: the plot line through the, moves. I can see that. Like, if you think, like, fairies used to have, like, cars on them, but they also have people, just people on them. Like, everything about Nerve you could say, like, works or is made more interesting by the fact that there is this this ship that we're following in this, like, burgeoning romance type of thing. Like...
0: I like that. I could, I could, I I could like kind of see Very that. Much. This feels well a, a little done, forced, but I'm gonna go with it. We're gonna... This <laughs> is... I mean, this is the part of the... It's always this question. We don't know anything about ships, so it's, this is we really it's a little don't. ironic. We, but, we, we gotta
1: really expand our creativity our on this but that one. makes
0: sense. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like there's this forward motion put forth by this, by this ship that, like, pulls the story as yeah it goes, everyone right? else is it's coming like along it for carries the ride the story yeah um, and everyone's coming for the ride mm-hmm. right and so and, and I do think that without this subplot mm-hmm. the action main plot wouldn't get very far yeah it wouldn't be as like
1: if there was no if it was just if we weren't just following V Part of her, like, her uh, character development includes him, to be honest. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and being, like you said, showing some of her attributes that were not really seen by her friends, necessarily. Or right. were not seen by, like, her crush and people, no one was, like, noticing that about her. Mm-hmm. Hence why I think this is a bit of a coming-of-age story, in a way, in some respects. That, you know, mm-hmm. it, and so he, him being in the story is an important character for yeah. her journey. Like, she is the protagonist. But it makes sense that there is this person involved, like, coming along for the ride, so to speak. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, we're going go with the ferry. No, I love it. So, here we are. Day Franco episode. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, like, his character is quite similar yes. in both they, of the movies. He's so- kind of...
1: I don't know if that means, like, is that a slant, a dunk on Dave Franco, like, being <laughs> no the same on actor? No Dave Franco. We
0: won't, we won't say anything about his range as an yeah, actor. Yeah, <laughs> the lack of range. I
1: don't know. Or maybe they, it's one of those things where, no, you can't even say, like, they saw him in one role and they're like, that, we want that in our movie. Because these
0: movies come out a month apart. So you can't even say that. Well, they did see maybe the just, first movie Maybe, together. let's just say he's really good at playing the this role of, like. type of role. The cool, yeah, of, the cool trickster the guy. cool, yeah, he's got something you know? up his sleeve.
1: He's hiding something. Can't fully trust him. Yeah. He's like a good guy. Yeah, good heart. At the end yeah, of the day, mm-hmm,
0: he's mm-hmm. got a good heart. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's just both of these dudes appreciate that about yeah. Dave Franco. Thank you, Dave Franco. Yeah, and it led to um, two good romantic subplots. So yeah. not complaining. So go watch it, guys. Yeah, go watch these movies. Yes, highly recommend. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Ships Ahoy. We will catch you guys another time. Bye now. Bye. Ships Ahoy was created and produced by Jill and Christina And edited by Christina Our theme song was composed by my good friend Manu And because we don't have any sponsors
1: (laughs) We don't really have anything else to shout out
0: at the end here We're always open to suggestions on new episodes So if you have any ideas, give us a shout on Instagram